everyone. Welcome back to Gossip in the podcast where we gossip while we sip. It's your girl, Jeanette. And today we're going to be talking about interracial relationships and everything that comes along with that. We have two uh, close friends of the podcast, uh, and we're really excited to kind of pick their brains and relate a little bit of our lives to um, their current interracial relationship. So cheers to that, guys. Cheers. 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 Uh, our guests today are Nick and Emma. And you guys could just introduce yourselves. Tell us a little bit about um, your relationship. Tell us a little bit about who you are. And we'll kind of take it from there. Sound good? Perfect. Okay. You want me to talk about it? Why not? Just introduce. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we are an interracial relationship, but we've never acknowledged it as such. (laughs) I think like when you asked me about the proposition, I was like, holy crap. Like we are like not in the same like... So that was like kind of like a big like other way to see things um kind of just met him randomly at the bar because I seen his hair and I was like this is on brand for me I was like I need to just tell him he looks great and it's just been like hidden off ever since then it would have been funny if you answered Jeanette and been like I wasn't I'm not in an interracial relationship like (laughs) Like, wait what what do you mean like I've never thought of it I was like whoa you're we are he's like do you know that you're white and i'm not (laughs) that is for our listeners out there um could you tell us a little bit about your race your background each of you and then some people might not see us some people might just be listening to us so we want to make sure that they kind of get the picture oh that's true i'm hispanic i'm like a mixed baby i'm like hispanic puerto rican cuban and like even my grandpa's chinese so like i'm like a full-on mutt like a lot of people when they look at me they're like are you black or are you mixed with something else? I'm like very confusing. Yeah. And I'm just, uh, I'm just Italian pretty much through and through. So <laughs> just the white boy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I call myself Mediterranean. He's got a little spice the bone structure. <laughs> yeah, it's still Latin. It's still Latin. Latin. <laughs> there you go. Don't let there us don't go. let us decrease your heritage. You yeah, no, no, no. Your, we won't. Do Italian. you speak Italian? No, I'm joking. <laughs> very, very, very little. That's very a little. hard one. We're getting spicy. All right, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. That's the colonizer favorite. jokes haven't come out yet. Yeah, we're about to start. Don't worry. The colonizer jokes are coming. The conquistador jokes are going to pull up soon. Yes. So so let's jump right in. Um, Has have any of the girls been in what you would consider yourself an interracial relationship in a fling with someone outside of your race? I mean, Jeanette and I have had this conversation. I I stand by the fact that I am in one. I what did we say was like an intra or I don't know. We looked this up one day when we were really drunk and we're like, what is this? Why wouldn't Natalie be considered an interracial relationship? Jeanette's thought was because I was not born it because I because we were both born in America. That was our thought process as to why. That's not how that works, Jeanette. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how that works. So I think Natalie would be in an interracial relationship, right? I would consider it, yeah. I would consider it interracial, yes. For those that don't know, I'm 100% Hispanic and my boyfriend is also 100% white. (laughs) Well, okay, There's. I feel like this is the only way you could count it as differently. Vanessa, my multicultural analytics person i'm gonna tap into you <laughs> from a, because vanessa study well not studies this where we've been i work i work with but this. she does this for a living 
so like would it because hispanic's not a race technically no that that was the question that was the thing so technically let's say that because i work with the census for example natalie it wouldn't be considered an interracial relationship because you technically check the white box because but then i get my own box but then i get your own box box, bitch Hispanic is an an ethnicity. So technically, uh, what are you? And it just says Natalie. (laughs) (laughs) And then I just check mark that. No, but you know, that would be during like college applications when like everyone has to school. And then you get that one question that's like, are you Hispanic? And I'm like, hell yes. Nick, ask me more. I got them. You could be, you could be white Hispanic. You can be Afro Hispanic. You can be indigenous Hispanic. And then obviously Hispanics are blended. So you could just yes. be like a, a Hispanic mutt, I guess. Well, I, I would still consider mm-hmm. Natalie to be in an interracial. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I think that, um, that's part of the conversation too, is like, even if it's not technical, technical, how far down deep you look at it, most people, and I'm sure Emma and Nick get this too, just judge it by face value. So yes, they see, you know, we're with white men and we are darker skinned and it's, people in their brains somehow can't like wrap their head around that sometimes. Like, whoa. <laughs> Literally. Still in 2021. I've never seen that before. It what about you, Joss? Have you swirled? Have you been um, with someone outside of your race? No, I've never uh, <laughs> dated outside of my race. I've only like fucked outside of my <laughs> that's a good distinction and like, then i've always gone back to dating black men so so, um, so you've dipped your toe into asian white waters um i went through a phase in college where i was like i must swirl i must for those of a white man that don't know what swirl means think of like dairy queen and the vanilla and yes the chocolate. think of like oh, the chocolate and the vanilla swirl <laughs> so i went through I a phase and, i know yeah so i went through a phase in college where i was like i must swirl i must find a white man to have sex with it wasn't that hard um <laughs> it's college uh, they were available um, and they were they were everywhere what do you see up so so that happened and then i was like yeah and he was a military guy so i was like ah. Oh, that's a, that's oh, you were really him. you were really oh. dipping your toes then in the middle. Oh, that's a story for another day, kids. But um, <laughs> yeah. but then I was like, yeah. and then I hooked up with a Cuban Colombian man. Ooh, from, oh, this is in a, New York, but a, he was from notorious story. Yes, this is a notorious story. Um, he was from Miami. He's from Miami. I'm from South Florida, so we bonded over that but I probably would never do that again. Um, I'm open to it. I don't, I don't do it on purpose. It's not like I'm like, yeah, I only want to date black guys. It just always works out that way. Um, so I don't know. What about down? I primarily been with Hispanic guys, but I've dipped my toes. I've dipped my toes. So there's been black men. There's been white men. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a phase with an Egyptian man. I went through a very serious Arabic phase, like my first couple years in college. They said Yal Habibi, and I was like, "Hello." Vanessa oh, said, "I am God. the United Nations." Come yes. Me. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. The Egyptian one was interesting because we did talk about race there, and he literally said, "He's like, I don't know if my family would ever accept you." if we ever got married. Oh my God, that's crazy. He's like, by your looks, yeah. But he's like, the way that you grew up, 
just in general, he's like, it probably would never work out. When it comes to your family, friends, neighborhood, I don't know, uh, tribe, whatever, like your people, do they, do you feel that they accept the relationship or not even your current relationship, but maybe in the past you've had other relationships do you think that there's do they have issues with it is there uh like an approval or disapproval do you have family members that are like oh we don't talk to emma anymore because she's dating this guy you know what i mean like what's the family approval situation yeah i mean me personally i've never had a problem because i was kind of like a rocker emo like kind of girl growing up so i've always like okay guys who had like the swoop bangs and they were typically like light skin but I remember one time I was like single again and my dad comes up to me and he's like, I want you to be happy, date whoever you want. As long as you don't date a black guy is literally what oh. he told me. And it was like crazy. Cause I'm like looking at myself and I'm looking at him and I'm like checking my skin. And I was like, how is that? <laughs> what are you saying right now? It didn't really like make sense to me. So I guess me falling in love with Nick, he's probably very happy that I, I guess, <laughs> never really went that route <laughs> but yeah my family yeah, loves just, him I mean, it's kind of weird but... yeah I was like what the heck my grandma's the same way she's very racist I was like I don't understand I thought and that's like the number one thing like that usually people get together with like usually like Jamaicans or African-Americans usually go with Hispanics because they kind of like match each other's energies so I thought it was weird that my family wasn't vibing with it if it makes you feel better my grandma also used to be very prejudiced um, against white people and she's from Mississippi. So, you know, it happens and she's, she's seen some shit. Um, and yeah. she yeah. gave me the, she gave me her, uh, word of approval a couple years ago. And she was like, you know, Josh, the pickings are slim out here. If you have to, you can date a white man. I'm okay with it. <laughs> and I was like, I didn't know that this would be potentially an issue before it's now. But choice. thank you for confirming. But she has the green light now. So she's thank you there. for confirming that we are on the same page. Great. Awesome. So uh, <laughs> he's actually pushing for me to date a white man. So oh, oh, yes, yes. white boys, if you're interested, I am I'm out here. <laughs> grandma approves Lillian approves so hardest point to get by so Nick what about you I don't have any pushback my parents always supported me they're pretty much like uh well whoever you date is who we're gonna fall in love with so I mean that's fine it was a little weird because I never really thought I'd be dating interracially like when I was younger like especially like in high school I just I was attracted to any like black girls Latino girls all that kind of stuff but I just never thought I just thought they were like I'm never gonna date them they they wouldn't want to date so I never, try- no, I never tried. Look I never tried. Look at you now. Look at you now. Yeah. Yeah. Now you're here. Yeah. You've come, you manifested this life for yourself. You've come a long way. I've, I've had, now I've had more interrelationship, interracial relationships than I have just with white women. So. Wow. Um, he said, I am never Controversial going question. What do you prefer? Ooh. Oh my God. Ooh. Ooh. We're getting spicy out not here. You, not you saying black I mean, blood. <laughs> <laughs> not the conquistador conquering. <laughs> Is that a vein sticking out? Yeah, oh. I mean, we. Yeah, I, I do. Oh, I mean, what do I prefer? It's 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 gotta be the interracial more. Nice. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Score. We add. We're probably adding spice. <laughs> 
some sazon yeah. as you will if you will there's gotta be a little uh danger in it too i mean like a little oh, danger because oh, oh. like, like i don't know if i'll die or not oh. you got a little anger towards me so we're both like <laughs> yeah we argue yeah. it's nice because like we both get a little ratchet and we understand <laughs> it like some people they will be like oh my god i need to leave like this is yeah people it's a beaut- no it's people will get are. uncomfortable and just kind of leave and we're just like hey it's it's gonna get like high but it's not gonna be too bad yeah between us you might think it's it gonna is, get hot and heavy That's yeah nice. it's gonna be very very it's heavy on the heavy yeah. <laughs> so if you have you no too. pushback from your family do you feel that society maybe larger picture you have pushback like do you go out do you find people kind of giving you nasty looks or have you had situations maybe not in your current city or neighborhood but maybe like you've gone to mississippi the south and people are like because mm, you know there's still some type of racial divide in certain areas of the country so have well, you had any situations like that in the past yeah, definitely. I mean, I grew up in Alabama, so oh, they're not the no. greatest of uh, accepting people there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely had that uh, multiple times. Um, I've had actually there was a situation down. I was in Orlando. Well, not you, not her, but uh, an ex of mine. It was like seven, eight years ago. We were walking in Orlando, and it actually was by two black guys that they said oh. they walked past, and they were like. Your bitch ass ain't good enough for her. I was like, wow. Yeah, like that's the word. Oh my God. I turned around and said, yeah, but I'm the one with her. So fuck you. Damn. Damn. We love a clap back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were like, they were just like, whatever. And then walked out. I was like, all right, I'm the one winning. So fuck you. Oh my God. That's wild. That's insane. I have heard a lot that, um, and I don't have any sources, but I have heard a lot that interracial relationships specifically when there's a black man dating a white woman a lot of the black women would like hate that because they're like oh you're taking our good men away and and other things like that that are said out loud I feel like you can have them they're trash too so (laughs) I'm like honestly I'm like on that bad bandwagon I'm like you can have them as a black woman I'm saying you can have them sis like yeah go for it take him I feel like people are people it's a free-for-all. Get what you want. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> you don't really have to sit here and stick with, like, what your family tells you or what you were, like, raised to believe that's right, you know, for lack of a better term. I think what's important also is that, like, <clears throat> what we were just talking about with, like, me and my situation, you know, like, interracial could, it's not just, like, Black people and white people together. And I think that's, like, for some reason, that's what everyone is so, like, fixated on. Do you guys feel... And this, the question's for everyone. Um, but do you guys feel that interracial relationships are being fetishized in today's day and age? And a perfect example of that, I guess, I don't know if it's perfect, but an example of that would be like the Kardashians, right? A lot of people mm-hmm. love their biracial babies and they're like, oh my gosh, you know, they all want to date black men so they can have these beautiful biracial babies. And so that's just a little bit of what I mean by fetishized, but you can also touch on, for example, you know, I know a girl that will only date black guys because that's her type and that's what she wants. But to what point is that a fetish? You know what I mean? And to what point is it a type? So I'm interested to hear from anyone um, on what you guys think about that. Yeah, I think it's pretty interesting when people kind of jump into that, unless if it's like a certain like character trait, like food, like me and Nick, when we first got together, we bonded over the fact that we could 
enjoy many dishes together when I used to date like a more like white guy it, it didn't really mesh well so that's why I guess our ethnicity is kind of bonded but to just kind of like pick an ethnicity based off of like reproduction purposes or what you assume they carry with them because of that ethnicity then it, I think that's like fetishizing yeah. the assumption I see yeah. this all the time on online like people are like oh my god I want that mixed baby because it's so cute it's what it's the in thing like <laughs> to do right now uh, I don't know if I'm not saying everybody's doing that obviously we're not doing that I mean uh, all of my friends aren't doing that but I think it's kind of it's kind of is a thing that it's not really a, a, a good relationship obviously because they're just in it for that and if that's all you're doing then it's kind of a fucked up thing to do because you're just because then you're putting that that kid in the you're using that kid as a prop and like look at this this is this is what we made just grows up right, being right. confused the yeah. kid also probably grows up being like confused a little bit. I'm like, so, I don't really think that if that's the reason you're doing that, you're de- you're probably not going to work out. So you're not going to split home. And then you fuck that kid's future up like that way too. So yeah, you because know, once you had the baby, you're like, wait a minute, I didn't yeah. really like you. Yeah. Right. I do feel too that like especially when it comes to um you know women wanting to have children. I, so for the people that are listening, I'm Hispanic. So, and I have Hispanic friends of all ranges from like super pale to like really dark. There are common conversations in, at least in that I've heard in the past of like, oh, you know, you want to date a white man because you want to like, you want to white out the family. Like you want to like level up for lack of a better term. I don't know. And, and it's, and it's almost like this conversation. And this is like from aunts, this is like from friends, moms, like, just insane kind of stuff that when you say it out loud, you're like, this is wild, but you'll hear things like, oh, wouldn't you want a baby to have blue eyes? And I'm like, I really could give a shit. Question number one, do I even want a baby? (laughs) That's like cringe. (laughs) It's just very cringe. And it's like, and it's like, you know, you want to date, you want to date a level up. And it's, I, I never thought of like, what is this squid game? Like, why are we going up and down levels? Like, yeah. I really just don't understand the concept. I do, do think that there's a problem in our society with biracial children, whether it's white and Asian, whether it's, you know, black and white, whether it's black and Asian. Um, it's, I do feel that not everyone's going out there to have a biracial baby, but I do feel like there's people out there who will see the biracial baby as like oh my god this is so much prettier than a full asian baby or so much prettier Mm -hmm. than a full black baby um and i don't know what it is but i do feel like there is a a certain type of fetish for the the babies (laughs) not the baby it's just like the market right now too like i was just listening to a youtuber and she was saying how if you ever look at like clothing websites or um, just magazine covers, they're usually hiring rate, like ethnic or racial, like, ambiguous people. Yeah, like yeah. So they want to make babies where you can't really pinpoint what their ethnicity is, just making this, I guess she might be at, like, I don't know, but it's I like, like market. Right. It's considered more marketable, more digestible, probably for like middle America. Like, you don't know. Because if you think about it, the kid is, <laughs> it's subconscious colorism rooted in all of these mm-hmm. cultures right so instead of putting a full asian person on a target ad it's going to be more relatable if they have some type of white feature right so right. people keep seeing yeah. this all the time it's just like why not be with a white man like there's mm-hmm. uh, george lopez did a skit where he's saying our women are leaving us because they're uh. running to the white man who treat them better 
because of our machismo, because of our this, because of our that, right? So it's just like, I, I think people are self-aware of it, but it's also, we live in such a melting pot that it's inevitable at this point. So mm-hmm. I feel like there are some people who fetishize it, but I think there's also some people who are just like, like a Jocelyn who lives in one of the most diverse cities in the world where it'd be easy if she fell in love with like a man from Singapore, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she like right. meets a Swiss guy, so. And like, going off of what Vanessa said, Swiss. on the other, <laughs> on the Swiss other banker. side of that, I think the issue now is that now people do see interracial relationships and like in their head, they think, oh, what is like one person getting out of the other? Or like, what is their like, like, people somehow think that interracial relationships all have like an agenda, you know, if it's mm. sometimes if it's they one ethnicity may be like poor and this one like has money or this one has privilege and this one doesn't or yeah, just whole, so many different things when thing. it's like, yeah. I find that strange. I feel like, I feel like I don't hear that point a lot. And um, I don't know if I'm the only one, but I feel like I don't, when I, maybe it's because of like where, where I've grown up or the fact that I live in New York now, but like when I see interracial relationships, I'm not like, oh, she's dating. Cause you're a good person. <laughs> you because, have because he has money. I assume if he dresses nice, I'm like, bitch, he probably does have money. Whether he's, if he dresses like- nice. I'm like, I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, if you dress nice and you can hold it, I'm like, damn, he must have some money because- and you're like, good for you, bitch. You nailed good a good one. Good for you, now. bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you an example. Like, so there's a TikTok trend and I don't know if you guys are on TikTok right now, but there's a TikTok trend where it's like, um, you know, the Tiffany Haddish one where she's like, this is your baby. And then- Oh, I, I love that Cat Williams like, and he's like, that's not my, my baby. baby is that- that's- that's the baby from the caucus mountains so it's like really funny but you see so basically what what families or women are doing is they're they're taking the audio and they're putting that with their children so like though let's say it's a black mom and their child comes out like super white so and then they're like like it's it's all over TikTok. but people do they kind of make humor of it um also in ways that are, are very and i mean i I say this all the time, but I'll be like, oh my God, yes, like I'm I'm dating a white man to like increase my credit score. You know what I mean? Although Loki Heike, I have a higher credit score than he does. Not me airing his business out, but that's what I'm saying. Like, He's dating you for the higher credit score. Correct. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he conquered you, bitch. I, I, no. Oh. oh, well, actually, yes. <laughs> He's taking my credit score. <laughs> He's taking you. that's what I'm saying like people will be like and also I feel like I don't know maybe like the immigrant perspective of mine I have a lot of friends that their moms are like pushing them to date like white American men because Mm -hmm. it's like it's like you don't want your kid to stick out if you date another dark Hispanic or if you date, you know, an, an Asian person or, you know, if you did a black so guy, cringe. Like, your kids are going to stick out and they're going to have less chances of like succeeding in life. Like you want them. And it goes back to the target ad. You want to be racially ambiguous. Oh, yeah. it's, it's colorism. Like, it's, it's cringe. It's 100% that's, colorism. It's and that's so what I was cringe. saying. Like 
and I'm glad, I'm glad you don't think that way, Jocelyn. Like it's not, I know for all of us that obviously have met so many diverse people and that are very open-minded people, none of these like thoughts run through your head. But even if like Jeanette's saying on TikTok or even like on Instagram, you know, if you just like read through some comments, like there are literally some people that genuinely think that way and that they can't just possibly think that two people that don't look exactly, that don't look like brother and sister could probably date and like actually be together. And it's just the craziest thing that so many people like read into it when there's, it's really like no big deal. Like Nick, for you, even when that guy said that on the street, it was probably so shocking because you were just like, why, why would anyone think that? Or like, there's like, nothing you, you did to give him a reason to think that besides the way you look, which is fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Has there been anything culturally that you guys have had challenges within your own relationship? Like Emma, you being a Hispanic woman or Nick, you being a white man, like, is there something that you guys like, cause I've seen, I've had a friend who her boyfriend didn't appreciate when she would speak Spanish on the phone with her parents. And he's just like, cause I don't understand anything you're saying. And she was like, are you serious? Like you're willingly dating a Latina, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, no, I don't, I don't think we've had that specific situation. No, I, no. I think the only thing I ever struggle with is just like when my significant other would come over to the house and they don't really like hang out with my family too much. Like they'll just come to my room and then chill in my room. And it's like, get out of my bedroom. Like my dad's wondering where you are. He wants to talk like with you. He wants you to be out there the whole time. Like yeah, that's um, very Hispanic. That's yeah, such a, like, like, yeah. yeah. First of all, that's not only Hispanics. That's, like, no. black people. No, black people were like, what are you doing? Like, you should be mingling with the people. Like, Yeah, <laughs> I think so. So that's probably, like, the only thing that I think the culture, other than that, I feel like we've, we're, we're solid right now. I mean, this is a freaking win. Well, <laughs> she's like, she's like, we're at a high high right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is the peak of our relationship. <laughs> this, it's right here. With no problems. Mom freaking loves me. I think it's it's, yeah. it's around. So it sounds oh like a win over there. Like outside people and people just judging us or like we still get comments like that all the time. I don't really? know. Like, like what kind like, of people will come up to Nick and would just be like, "Are you sure about like? Can you handle all of that? You know, like I don't know what it is. Maybe because I have the glutes or something. Like okay. Hispanics are packed heavy. They assume he has like a small." package or something because he's light-skinned which is uh, not no people like it do, do they really come up to you and say that girl they're like oh well that's because they're drunk and jealous you know like oh, some guys yeah. will, like try and like convince you to be like um they're like let me take you home he's not <laughs> doing it for you sis let me show you <laughs> <laughs> let me show you what it's really about that is so pretentious of people to not only assume nick's penis size but also to assume <laughs> that he doesn't know what to do with his own penis because you because you have a fat ass like how is that any of the problem yeah, I don't know. it's like I, I want it to be clear. My penis has but... never been in question. Nick's like, it's never been in question. No. <laughs> it's like, who's that? I've been, I've been with him for thirty-three years. I think I know what he likes. <laughs> I still don't want to accept that you're thirty-three. Every time someone asks how old my boyfriend, I stopped at she the was. year I met him. I was like, ah, you know, like 31, 32 years old. <laughs> they ain't gotta know you. Hey, li- listen, Nick. You look, you look young. You look twenty-three. Yeah. I, I do get if I shave I look younger yes wow so you so you got the good white jeans you know that you're not <laughs> the Italian, Italian. If you will. that's the yeah, Italian part yes, all, my, yes. all my family is they, they're all like 
my all my aunts are but they're in their 70s they look like they're in their 50s his maybe. body wash even has olive oil in it i kid you nice. not look at some of yeah. the ingredients i'm not like those typical white guys that don't know right how you're a spicy white said, guy. i'm you're a spicy white <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't use the three-in-one conditioner shampoo no, 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 no. oh <laughs> we love that do you have any sheets do you have navy sheets navy sheets no but he does like have blue. Like a blue pair but not a navy blue pair no you got right. the plaid we'll you got go. the plaid comforter the plaid yes <laughs> no, no! Yes, it it's like the blocks and like you gotta remove your spicy white car no joking no. <laughs> no, it isn't a plaid. what is it no it's just we're just joking we're just joking there's the receipt there's this there's this trend on tiktok that are like if he is navy sheets and a checkered comforter leave them sis like leave we'll, them we'll have we'll have emma send us a picture of the comforter and we will report back it, on if we will confirm damn, damn. Damn. he looks I nervous over there i can't recall now it's black Thank not plaid it's stripe. we got worded so, stripes so we're moving on up <laughs> you like the stripes so so that being said what could you guys think of something that you have learned from one another's culture, race, you know, group, entity, whatever. Um, maybe is it a custom, something that you find cool that, you know, their family does that you're like, oh, this is awesome. You know, if you have a family, I'd like to integrate this. Um, anything that is particular to the other uh, significant other. Oh, like the whole family customs? I don't know, because I feel like I'm pretty Americanized, but I know he does judge me on the way I cook pasta for some reason. I just try I to make- you cook the pasta? Well, I, if the water starts to simmer, I will just put the pasta in there, but he says it has to be a ripping boil before you put the pasta in. <laughs> like we were arguing over the boiling point. Like I was like, the I'm pasta is fine. Point. And he was like, you don't mistreat pasta this way. And I grew up with Italian grandparents and I can't mistreat so it has to boil that. that's that's the rule in italian world you got to boil it has, it to, has boil. to be ripping do you no, break it in half bubbles not no, no simmer because it's full if boil it's, yeah it can't just be bubbles that's not boiling it's actually the right. top half is like it's it's like rippling and it, it just that's the right temperature you throw pasta in then you turn it down a little bit you let it come to boil then you turn it down again Okay. Oh, I've been doing it wrong because I. Do you believe in breaking the pasta? No, you never break pasta. Oh, so you're not supposed to break it either. No. (laughs) You don't. Do you break the pasta, Jocelyn? Yeah, I break it in half. You're joking. You're being. You have to be. So, Jocelyn, all you have to do, your pot isn't big enough. Just wait a few minutes, like a minute. It'll go down. Just break it in half and throw it in there. Oh Oh my god. He's making ramen. Yeah, oh, yeah. making yeah. romaine. Now oh, you're no. definitely not gonna get a white man. I will get an this Italian. Is, man. Italian. This is the this Swiss is are still out the there. The Germans. This Swiss. It's a, definitely a hate crime to the Italians. So, do you rinse <laughs> the pasta? Do I rinse it? Yeah, like once no. once it's boiled, you take the water out. Do you run it under the faucet? Because I've heard that's also really bad. Yes, that's very bad. You're 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 throwing all the way the starch that you that you put in your sauce. That would be says, correct. Is whole wheat bad. pasta okay? Because I like that too. Is what whole wheat? That's fine. I don't. I'm not a stickler for it being a certain kind of like grain or anything. Like but that. you're just saying stop breaking the pasta. The cooking <laughs> method, yes. Oh, okay. 
I love it's how not this... about the pasta, Lala. It's not about the pasta. I love how this went from interracial relationships to pasta one on one. I know, I know. <laughs> pasta is important. Wait, let me Never ask you. Never know what now you're that, gonna now, get on here. Now that food is important for any culture, yes. Talk, yes. like, think my yeah. mind. like we said, that's what Black we bonded over. Yeah, we bonded over food. Any culture. So let me ask you this: Do you rinse your meat? Yes or no? Oh, you have to do like a mixture between water and vinegar to like wash your meat in a nice little bowl. Like you can't just run it over the faucet. That's disgusting. <laughs> Nick, are you mm. rinsing your meat? And I'm talking about the food meat. <laughs> I hope you're rinsing. Well, I'm doing both. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say, girl, are you okay? Uh, <laughs> um, but the, wow. I, I, you rinse chicken because it has. You don't rinse the, you don't rinse the steak? No, no, I don't. Know what Who the hell does that? I feel Who like that? I don't eat beef, but I feel like you're not supposed to rinse. No, I, no, no, that's steak. that's not. Yeah, yes, poultry. Like I feel like you'd have to wash your fish, though. Mm-hmm. You can. Yeah, you're out there swimming. So it's okay. Yeah. I don't wash fish. The shit. I don't either. But I mean, you either can. Way, you At least wash the shrimp your fish. Is There's still mercury in it. You eat sushi. yeah you're not washing so 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 what about grooming like are there certain things about grooming like i for i follow a couple on uh tiktok i'm obsessed with tiktok um and she's white he's black but she has learned how to like braid his hair um and they have kids together and that's very important obviously because that's an issue that i've also heard of that like you know certain moms like don't know how to take care of their children's hair because if you have like pin straight hair you know like it's not their mm-hmm. own fault but grooming like that's just an example like hair wise or like yeah. other certain things like I know for example I don't know why and I don't know if this is a family thing or a Colombian thing but just to give you guys another example um clean like nails is a must like if you ever like my mom was like such a stickler my grandma too she was like if you ever see a man and he's got dirt or a girl like if my brothers were dating girls like if you ever see someone with dirt under their nails it's a no because it's just a symbol of like, you're not clean, you're dirty. So I don't know, like, Damn. is there any grooming aspect that either right now or in other relationships, and again, the questions are always for everyone, that you're like, that's interesting. Maybe you picked it up. Maybe you didn't like it. Um, I don't have any. Because I mean, I feel like what I would consider would probably just be like a hair thing for me. Like every time I've dated someone that's not in my race, like my hair is usually naturally super curly big afro it was nice knowing that nick knows about like silk rags when you go to bed or the reason why i need to braid my hair with my hair or go to bed with my hair curly like he's always been like very understanding of why because i'll wake up with a big afro or something but most men or people who don't understand will just laugh at you they'll be like why do you look like a a rapper or a soundcloud rapper right now with all those braids in your head and a do rag on just to go to bed has a man said this to you Amanda said that to you? My boyfriend told me I look like a rapper. I can't even remember his name. Every time I used to like braid my hair, he'd be like, what's up, little Uzi or something? Like, you know, like he would say that to me every time I would do like a protective style or something like that. We didn't last. But to jail. Clearly, clearly he was not a keeper to jail. Yeah, he needs to go. But it was nice that like he was very understanding (laughs) about like my grooming things and the things I need to do to. Yeah, I understand it. It's not like I, I've been in a few interracial relationships and I've learned this over those those times. That Okay, yeah. wait, but I have a question. The first time you were with a black girl or a girl of any other race and she had to like tie up her hair, were you like shook? Were you like, what's happening here? 
No, I, I didn't. I mean, I didn't exactly know why, but then, I mean, I clearly like figured it out. I mean, I wasn't like shook. I was like, okay. Cause like, you're like, that's cool. That's a cool scarf. My, my grandmother used to go to bed with a cap on her head every night with oh. curls in it. So it's just like, that's what I envisioned that they doing. She was doing it too. So I'm just like, we love a woke. And that's the, like some yeah. things to people are like, so it's crazy how astounded people do get, like Joss was saying, like there are literally some people that are like, why do you do that to your hair? Like, and Nick is just like to put a cap on, like, cause you're going like, it's so normal, but to people that are outside of certain races, things just like blow their minds and they can't fathom what that's like because they've never been surrounded by it. And that's, I think just interracial relationships in general, a lot of times I sense that people that are like reluctant to be in one are just because they were raised not seeing any, you know, like you're, mm -hmm. it's all about like your surroundings and your environment. And I know Nick, you said in Alabama, I mean, I'm sure you did not see a lot of interracial relationships like oh, in high no. school. No, I, uh, ooh, I don't even know if I saw one in high school. Um, Damn. Yeah, it was. I went to a school that was in the country. I lived out in the country, so there wasn't a lot of that. Oh, even worse. Um, yeah, I came. <laughs> I came from an uh, area where there was every Halloween there'd be a a noose hanging up at a at a four way stop with a fake uh, puppet kind of thing with blackface. Yeah. Oh, Holy shit! What? Wow. Up until two thousand, like around two thousand ten. Oh wow. my god. Shit. Well, yeah, well, you know what, and, I hope and to, we that don't point, to that point, to that point, though, so. like, interracial dating was illegal, I think, up until, like, 1967 with mm -hmm. the, what was it, the Loving Civil versus rights. Virginia Loving, case? yeah, I think that was yeah. their yeah. name. So, I mean, 1967, my dad was born in 1950. Like, this is, yeah. he's older than racial interracial dating has been legal in the country, which is insane. I think that's um, why so our parents and grandparents are, like, some of well, my grandparents are like, it's okay. And I'm like, Lillian. Because to like, them, it's it like a crazy okay. thing that, 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 that it's like, okay. To them, they're like, holy shit, you're dating a white man? Like, and I'm like, listen. <laughs> you're like, you should see, you should go on YouTube. The world's crazy these the days. The world's crazy right now. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, too, I think that it's unfortunately like, misinformation and i'm thinking back to a guy that i dated right out of high school early college but also thinking about it like a lot of guys in my high school and this was in florida um also kind of like middle of nowhere florida but that's aside from the point um this guy i dated one of my exes he told me that he was with a black girl and he he made, I'm just going to talk about one situation because the other one I feel like is like super insensitive, but he made a comment like, oh, like, yeah, like the only reason I don't go back to black girls is because you can't pull their hair while you're having sex with them. Because like, listen, first That's of all, so I don't bad. want you touching my hair, period. Okay. Like, That's so bad. don't touch my hair. But like, I'm obviously like, think about it. If you have a certain hairstyle or whether you have something, uh, whether you have your hair straightened out or you have braids in your hair, like no one wants you yanking your their shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless I don't know if I, I really want you to yank my braids. My head's a little tender. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> not. I'm like, so my yeah. head's a little tender right now. <laughs> so he was like, yeah, that's, I, off. Right, that's, but it's not. that's another thing that most, I guess, white guys don't understand is that braids hurt. Like, yeah, braids actually hurt your hair. Like your head is tight. Like if you don't, you don't want loose braids, then it doesn't look good. 
Yeah. Like being woke. woke. Yeah, you're yeah, woke. I was going to say, you like this. Good job. Yeah. 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 Not, yeah. Make over here with the shea like butter. Yeah, not the shea butter, bitch. It's the <laughs> olive oil. Yeah, I don't and usually olive oil. when I come to like finding someone to date, but I did fetishize hair. Like, I feel like if I do date a guy, he has to have great hair and I, I braid them off. Ooh. You look like a Viking and sh- like a. So, so you, did, you did mention when we first started the call that you were drawn to his hair. And so now you're saying that you kind of fetishize like nice hair. So like, what is nice hair for like a long, long mane? Do you prefer like curls? Do you like volume? Like what, what's, what's the hair situation here? Let's clear yeah, this out. I think like the <laughs> hair situation for me was definitely something that's like long and like something that's like mm-hmm. less coarse than mine. Like I just like a flowy, like hair flip moment. Like a guy, mm. like, you want okay. to run your hands through like, his hair. Oh, <laughs> like, like, girl. like that is like okay. the ultimate, I'm like, dead. <laughs> you know, that, that works for me. So that's probably why maybe like, I didn't grow into like dating too many Hispanics. Cause they usually have hair like mine. And I just need a nice little hair flip in my, I did date a nice Honduran though. Who had a good hair flip okay. moment. Nice. That's where I get mine from. Yes. Yeah, Natalie has, has great some hair. luscious hair. Yeah, that has great hair. Shout out. <laughs> but I think that's a I think that's a preference. Like, and that and that's the thing is now people are like, oh, you must have a fetish because you only date this certain type. And it's like, I, I do believe that people can do that, absolutely. But I also do just think you're you're you know what you're attracted to. I don't think it's right for people to like write off certain like races or looks just because like they've never been with one before because you you don't know. But I love tall men. Right. But and I'm also yeah, but like five I'm- seven. So like I'm like that's anyone. <laughs> you gotta get you gotta give me some height here, sir. Right. But I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's a difference between having a preference, like you can say. I like a blonde guy. I like a brunette guy. Like that's a preference, right? Or saying, you know what? Like I only date Asian women because I like submissive women or something, which I also know someone who only dates Asian women. And it's because he likes to boss women around and he's found that Asian women. Like I've heard that several times, but I feel like Asian women will clap back. Real quick. This yeah. is one of no, but this is one yeah. of this is one of my well, well. Let me, let me, let me, um, yeah. Let me explain. Let me explain. Like, let me so know this is this one person. Of, this is one of my brother's friends. Um, so if you know my brother, you wouldn't be surprised. He has questionable choices in friendships. Number one. Number two. If you're listening, um, brother. <laughs> if you're listening, reevaluate your 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 choices in life. Um, number two. This man travels to Asia, like like Hong Kong, like, like he goes there. So like, I think he's, he's using that to his advantage where like, I'm not. And, and also it's not like when I think, and again, this, when you think of like, oh yeah, like Asian, don't Asian women are all submissive. No, I agree. But I'm, that's probably the Asian women that we're used to in America. Right. He goes to the country where they, they're not used to like this. And maybe he's like, you know what? I prefer them culturally submissive so that I can bring them back. And essentially like, it's, it's kind of uncomfortable. I have been in the presence of one of his girlfriends and he'll just be like, rub my feet. And homegirl gets down on her knees and start rubbing them toes. You're so, lying. I, I swear to God. I swear to God. Stop. He, I've heard yes, this. He looks, yes. Yes. See. Okay. I've heard this. And like I've heard like, that there's middle Eastern men that will date Latinas because they look the same, 
but they're more willing to give up sex because they're supposed to marry virgins, right? Traditionally, like according to their religion. Mm. Yeah. So that's why, like, and I don't know if you guys have seen on TikTok, there was this whole thing that was trending. It's like, where's my big booty Latina? And it was Middle Eastern men, like just yeah. looking oh for Latinas. And I was like, yeah, what? because they say that like the Latinas belong to the Middle Eastern men, yeah. which I feel like no, y'all do. The fuck I do. Jocelyn, <laughs> Jesus. I'm joking. It was a joke. <laughs> I'm going to sip all you guys over there. <laughs> Hop on over. I mean, um, isn't Shakira Lebanese and Colombian? She's Lebanese and Colombian, yeah. yeah. But she, she'll never, interestingly enough, she never attributes her Lebanese size. I like, didn't even know size. she was Lebanese until you just said that. She I had no idea. Yeah. Well, she was born in Colombia and her dad relocated to Colombia from Lebanon. So I think he really embraced the culture. But that's why her hips don't lie. That's why she doesn't. Yeah, dance. Sure. a lot it's of her dances thing. are inspired by like mm-hmm. Middle Eastern Arabic dances from her heritage that she denies. Um, but yeah, I listen. I think I'm sorry. Did you say something? No, go ahead. Go ahead. You're good. Oh, I was just gonna say. I think that this has been a really. Um, interesting episode i liked learning a little bit more and diving into um interracial relationships uh there's some fucked up people out there in the world but i am glad to say that you know in today's day and age and i think our generation most importantly um just isn't really like that you know people just kind of go out and do whatever the fuck they want to do with whoever the fuck they want to do and that's really just how it should be point blank period i just Um, think think it's interesting uh really quick nick from like where you came from i feel like a lot of people in that scenario, a lot of people grew up the same way, you know, in these Southern states and cities that don't appreciate diversity and they just stick with that because they just think that's how it should be. And for someone, you know, like you to be able to get out of that and just see the fucked upness behind it and realizing that there's so much more out there. Like, it's definitely like, it's nice, kind of. <laughs> it's sad that that's happening. It's nice that there are some people that don't follow doesn't it. affect them for the rest of their life and they're able to like make yeah. their own choices like come move out to tampa practically by himself and just kind of escape and like not really even have friends that did this with him and he kind of just was like i need to get the fuck out of here but and I, yeah that's that's one thing i've always been like, i've always been like that my mom's told me like you got to do what you what's right for you obviously and i have my own like idea of what i i, I want to do so and that's another a choice that i made like, yeah, like most of my friends back in high school, I didn't have, I have, I had diverse friends, but not always. Like I was, there was only like my, one of my neighbors, I had a, uh, another guy named Nick, he was black. And that was about the only like black friend I had until I was probably 14. Wow. And then I think after that, actually, you know what? I had teammates that were black on my hockey team, but we never really hung out. But I think my until about high school, yeah, is when I started making friends and diversifying my friends a lot. So good for you. Good for you for getting out of the of the bubble that yeah. you were born into. Um, and hopefully, you know what? I feel like with your experience, um, you're able to broaden your family and friends horizon back at home. Um, because that's also needed in those uh, very secluded Southern states, because, you know, if we're not exposed to people that don't look like us, that's where the prejudice comes from, right? Um, It comes from not knowing um, 
about other cultures, not being exposed to other foods. And so we become so protective of like, oh, like I only eat my chicken with salt and pepper. Like I will never put adobo on it. And <laughs> strictly Mrs. Dash, you're, you're strictly Mrs. Dash. Anybody doing salt right. on everything. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. So we're not exposed to other food, other cultures, other music. And so that's why our world is so small. But, you know, the more we travel, the more people we meet. I think really that's that's what makes the world go round, y'all. Um, but any go. final, any Put final that in a Hallmark thoughts? card. Um, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm going to I'm going to sell it to, to Hallmark. Any final closing thoughts? Any last comments in regards to interracial dating relationships before we head to NetNet with Nat? No, I think just do it. Just go ahead, try it. If you haven't tried yes, it, Nike. give it a shot and just live your best life and go That's into it, mean. not assuming. Don't make assumptions about them just because of where they're from because I'm Important. straight from America and I, I'm pretty, Yeah, I relate to Nick a lot because we were both kind of growing up in the same kind of country. So. Yeah, I, I would just say if, if like, like me, like I, I didn't think that I would ever be in one because I just didn't think that would ever happen because we're too different. Like I thought it was just too different. They wouldn't like me, all this kind of stuff. But if anybody's like out there thinking about being like, not for the right, for the right reasons in a relationship, but in a relationship, <laughs> not for the baby thing, whatever we talked about earlier, but yeah, just, just, I mean, go out there and find, there's plenty of people that just like you for you. It's not how you look really. It's what's your characteristics of your personality. Like, and do you so shower? wholesome, yeah. Nick. Yes, it. Nick. Nick twenty twenty four. Nick twenty twenty four. Nick, you better come out here right, Nick, because you got a bunch of minorities on this. Well, I mean, we'll tack you. <laughs> I don't want to get. I don't want to get tacked. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm kidding. Not. Just kidding. Blood and blood out, homie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we gotta go that route. We gotta go that route. But all right. Listen. <laughs> Oh my God. I love it. Thank you so much. All right. And now heading over to NetNet with Nat, what's good for this episode, girl? Okay, everyone. So today real quick, we're going to talk about a YouTube and fitness influencer. Um, her name is Brittany Dawn. Has anyone heard of this monster? God, no. No. Oh, no. I feel like I need to Google her right now. <laughs> yeah, like what? What'd she do? Why is she a monster? Oh, this, first of all, she's had like a few scandals back in the day. Like she's been on YouTube for years now. And she had a couple um, instances where people were basically saying that she was scamming them. She like had a nutrition program and a workout program and all this stuff. And people would buy them. Yes. And she yeah. And she would like never give them to them. Or they would just literally be like copied from all these other people. And she made. Wait, I heard about this. Yes. That's, so that's not even the worst part. That's just the beginning of her scandal. So recently why she's in the news is her husband shot their dog after their dog was hit by a vehicle in the street and they refused to take him to the vet. They didn't. So they come home. They were away. Came home, saw the dog. I guess the dog got out, got hit by a car in the street. The dog was laying there. And in their mind, the only option that they had, because they didn't want the dog to suffer anymore, was they shot the dog and didn't so take like, it. So, like, put it out of its misery or whatever? Yes. Yes. Why not bring the dog to the hospital? Or, like... They didn't want to. That's... Yeah. So, that's what... So, you that's murdered what the whole your dog because you're lazy is what I'm hearing. And that's, that's not even the worst part. 
So she made a YouTube. It just video. keeps going. She made yeah. a YouTube, she made a YouTube video, video about the dog dying, and I'll it's see called, it right now. Yep, she named <laughs> it. It's crazy. She named it. My heart is shattered. Dot dot dot. My dog died in a hit and run. That was the clickbait of it all. Not how he died. That is clickbait, as if. Yeah. I mean, so, how do they know? Like, is it like on camera? So she's lying about the video thing, but how do we know she shot the dog? Is like the are we looking at the corpse she, of the dog? Oh, she literally admits it. So in the video, it, she admits it. In a video, and then falls yeah. back. Yeah. The clickbait title. Okay. So in the video, Dawn said her and her husband um, found their dog lying on the street after they returned home from doing errands. She said as soon as she noticed he wasn't moving, she jumped out of the car and ran to the dog. And the craziest part. She worked as a veterinary technician for five years before she became a, an influencer. Stop. So she could have oh, had something to help the dog. I yeah. So, oh, my goodness. But she said in the video, because of that, she couldn't bear to see the dog in the state that it was because it was hit so hard. She said her husband brought her into the home where she stayed while he shot the injured dog. And she admits it, I, all of it no. on camera. And I'm assuming that if you're an influencer, you have the money. So you can't say it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. no, there were millions of other things they could have done. Yeah. Didn't didn't the teen mom uh uh Janelle didn't her boyfriend she got in trouble too for shooting a dog? What is what wrong with the these hell? people? Just don't yeah. get the dog. If someone shot my get dog, dog get we'd be fighting. They have the like dog. other ways you could put your doggy down. Like if you took it to the hospital, the, the puppy like more humane first, ways. Then yeah, yeah then like you just yeah. give him the little injection. You go, oh, bye, Lassie, and then have <laughs> 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 to like look him in the eyes with yeah. a gun. Yeah. Like, yeah. Looking a dog in the eye and shooting them like that's you might as well just shoot me like point blank. That's this evil. is a quote. This is a quote straight from the video. She said, "I knew what was about to happen." All I heard was his truck rev its engine so loud. That's when the gunshot went off. And poor Jordan, that's her husband. Poor Jordan had to do that to Brody so he wouldn't suffer. And she monetized the YouTube video. So she oh, put it in no. to get paid for a video about her dog dying. It's in the video is still up. That's yeah. disgusting. Um, well, I yeah. wonder what the comments say. <laughs> She disabled the likes, the dislikes, and the comments. Oh, get off of it. Don't watch it. She's going to get fresh. She's literally getting paid for it. I'm not like, watching it. But you know like, this is an actual issue. Me and Nat had this discussion the other day. There is this other influencer family that their daughter came back sick or something. I don't know the exact details, but they suspected that she had cancer. So they made a YouTube video of them going to the, to the hospital and the doctor's telling them she doesn't have cancer, but the name of the video is like my daughter having cancer, how we overcome it. Like something like that. They use her daughter to monetize this health issue that she might've had. Like Damn, it's like an actual are thing on YouTube. The socials are weird. Yeah. <laughs> so like I saw, I heard of another video of a dog thing and it was like, they had to take him to the vet and they said that they got to put him down. But the mom like uploaded something, the unedited version of it on accident. And she was like making her son cry harder. Like you need to cry more. Oh, the video in the car where she's yes. like, make it more emotional. Yeah, you got it. You got it. I need you to cry. He's like, I am crying. He's like, you got to be really sad. He's like, I'm very sad. 
Oh like, my God. No way. I've never seen that. But that's yeah. what these people do. Like, and this is, and she's getting a hell of backlash from this. And I've never really? even heard of this girl really before. So I hope she's fucking canceled after this. But it's just the video. They're never canceled. Up. It's, yeah, right. It's Yo. just like, use that. But not even shooting the dog, but to use it to make money. Everything about this. I mean, also you shot the dog. Like, in no way am I like, oh my God, PETA. But like, you shot a dog. Like, how can people, how can you do that? It doesn't, it makes no sense. That makes me want to join PETA. That is true. Yeah. To jail. You just can't be out here just shooting animals for. Dogs are just so innocent. Like. Content. Yeah. They just love you for nothing. Like for for Rest in peace, Brody. Hashtag Rest Harambe. Hashtag Brody. Brody. Fuck Jordan. Um, fuck yeah. Jordan. Rest in peace, Brody. So Hashtag yeah, that's you, Jordan. <laughs> some yeah. sad but important news you guys should have known about. Well, thank that you so much, funny. Natalie. Be sure to check that out, listeners. Um, and thank you, listeners, and thank you so much to our guests for joining us today. Um, thank you, gossipers, for listening to another episode of Gossipin, the podcast where we gossip while we sip please be sure to follow us on instagram and tiktok at gossip and podcast and tune in to new episodes or binge old ones on apple Podcasts, spotify iheart or audible or wherever you get your podcasts we'll see you next week bye ciao bye, bye. bye.